Half a day, Wander Guam would like to welcome you to the Wandering Guam podcast, where you learn about Guam and learn about yourself through Guam tips, outdoor Guam, and island gold, hosted by Scott Larson, place where the sun shines through and rejuvenates you. Half a day, Scott here, and welcome to episode 06 an outdoor Guam podcast episode. All right. We're going to take a little trip down to Umatok Bay, and we're going to go stand on top of the Path of Ancestors Bluff, also known as Chelan N-A-T. Now, with my accent, please forgive me if I mispronounce some of these words. Uh, if you do run into me, please let me know how to make sure I'm pronouncing them correctly. Does anyone know what is on top of the Path of Ancestors Bluff that overlooks Umatok Bay. No? Well, let me give you a hint. It's a fort. A fort that is built back in, or completed, built back in 1810. Still nothing? Give up? It is Fort Nuestra Señora de la Soledad, or barely known as Fort Soledad. Now, if you're not familiar with Guam, which probably if you're listening to this podcast, you may not be, it's a little fort that's sitting on top of this bluff. It overlooks the picturesque village of Umatak along with Umatak's Bay, and you can see the southern mountain range. Beautiful view. Now, in the past, back in the 1800s, at this fort in you know 1810, they had cannons lined up, right? They're going to shoot cannons. But today, it's an awesome place to be shooting, but not cannons. I'm talking about pictures. It's one of the better spots. You can get a good picture of the village. Some nice ocean views, especially as the sun is setting. Definitely a must-visit spot. But let me get a little bit down in history so you can see. Because if you're driving up by uh, to the fort, and if you're not paying attention, you can pass it. Okay, so it's not a very big area. But let me take you back to the late 1700s. They had a few forts around Umatok Bay. Why? It's to protect the Spanish trade route, uh, their supply chain. That used to be one of the main bays. Uh, ships would come in from the Spaniards. And the reason for the forts were is more and more other country ships were going in there and they had to protect their uh, supply route. So in the late 1700s, there was a another fort across the bay, Fort St. Angel. This fort was built back in the 1756. But because it was built so close to the ocean, the waves kept pounding and pounding and pounding at it. And pretty soon, it started deteriorating quicker than they thought. So they said, hey, let's go build another fort up on top of the Pass of the Ancestors. It's a great spot to have it. We can overlook everything. So, all right, let's do it. They completed the building Fort Soledad in 1810, or approximately. And the fort sits up about 224 feet above the bay. So they have a great view of everything. Okay, the fort originally had a barbarette and a guard room for the soldiers who manned the post, along with the arsenal to store all the ammunition for the cannons. But there's one thing that's standing on top, on the very top. It's the sentry post. It's where the sentry would take their outlook so they can watch across the bay and have some type of protection. Now this outpost, the sentry outpost, is one of the unique historical sites on Guam. You'll see it in a lot of places, a lot of pictures. So the fort itself is a pretty popular one, thanks to the Guam government, because when the Spanish were defeated during the Mexican Revolution and their trade lanes 
they could not keep up the main maintenance for Fort Soledad, so they kind of let it go. So when they were letting it go, there was a rumor that spread across everywhere saying there was hidden treasure in that fort. Now my question to you is, if there's hidden treasure in that fort, and if the Spanish knew that they put it there, would they not take it with them? <laughs> I'd probably say yes, they probably would take it with them. I know I would. But because people still thought there's still gold and other valuables still in that fort somewhere hidden there, they went to the fort after the Spanish left and started digging and they're, you know, scavenging everything. And the fort was slowly getting uh, destroyed. And then after the Second World War, there's also souvenir hunters. They'd come to the fort and start, you know, taking items here, items there, you know, take back home, you know, as, as trophies to show off what they had. But Governor Guam stepped in at that time and stopped that and said, hey, this is a historic monument. And they started to work on it to maintain it to bring it back up it's not going to be completely up to its full standard but it's still a really nice place to go to learn some of the history of guam the spanish history of guam spanned over centuries and this is one of the last remaining forts on the island that you can go up and actually see it is a very beautiful spot. if you have family kids there's nice little areas uh they can sit down you can have a picnic but i'm telling you you gotta go check it out especially in the evenings when the sun's starting to set, you can get some awesome views. And if you're a photographer, I know there's a lot of photographers. You can get some good pictures. So that is a quick, brief history of Fort Soledad. So things to remember, it was completed for the most part in 1810. It was replacing Fort Santo Angel. It sat up on the Path of the Ancestors Bluff. And the key thing about this is it was a big supply route for the Spanish ships going back and forth. And they had to build this because for the protection of other countries starting to go around in the trade routes. It was lost to the Spanish once they lost the Mexican Revolution and then Gov Guam restored it to where it's at right now. So if you have time, go and check it out. You know, check out the nice village of Umatak and then go check out Fort Soledad. Even if it's just for a few minutes, it's pretty cool to see. I, don't know, I, I like it. I like going to see those history spots, you know, the old old areas. And that's why when I talk about Outdoor Guam, uh, for my episodes for Outdoor Guam, I'll be covering, you know, both the nature side but also the historical side. You know, Guam's over 4,000 years old, a lot of history in it. Uh, and I want to try to get some of that information out uh, to everyone. And these are places I've, I've also visited. So if you know anything, you know, any great history on Guam, you know, please let me know. Or got me some good places to go check out. So until next time, I appreciate a listen. Thank you for listening to the Wandering Guam podcast. Now head on over to wanderguam.com and sign up for your free Wander Guam updates. And have an adventurous day.